God is good, amen? Oh my goodness, God is amazing. I just want to share, uh, I guess, just one story, because there's too many to tell. Um, okay, yeah, I had it in my mind, but I'm <laughs> blanking out. I'm blanking out. Okay, focus. Um, you know, one thing that we heard about this retreat center before we went there was that the pipes were not running yet, right? And uh, something that we prayed for on the surface level was, Lord, let the pipes work and let water work. Because there was a moment where we wouldn't have been able to take showers or flush the toilet or anything. And I heard that up till three days before or a week before us arriving, the pipes weren't working. And as we were praying for it, God showed me in my spirit that in the same way that there's a clogging in the pipes at the retreat center, and we've been, I was, we were physically praying for water to flow through, it represented the heart of the church, and that there was, there was this kind of blockage that was going on. And God said, if you believe, water will flow. And so I believed that, and I said, yes, Lord, God, you can do it. And so we went, and by the way, the water was fixed. And so we were able to take showers. The boys cold, but the sisters warm one. Hallelujah. The, the, um, the brothers have warm showers, too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. praise God. God remembers the <laughs> that, brothers That's because as well. they came to our room to take showers. But anyway, um, anyway so one uh, story that I do want to share uh, is of this one sister um, she has a very similar testimony to mine. God gave me this opportunity to share my testimony and Mina share her testimony. And I think they were very shocked in how honest we were. I think they were so used to um, everyone kind of covering up their sins so that when we were really honest and blunt about the things that we have done, they, they were pretty shocked. More than shocked, I think, like Pastor Christian was saying, hope was rising up. That if we had gone and lived that kind of life, yet God changed us dramatically and God was able to turn it all around for his glory, that that's possible for them as well. And so a sister came up to me after I had shared my testimony and she said, I, my, your testimony is my testimony. And she began to share with me that she had also struggled with a life of uh, promiscuity. That was a big thing in her life. And so uh, I led her through a, a mini deliverance session, and we helped pray uh, to just repent, confess, and renounce these different sins of, you know, kind of being very promiscuous, sleeping with guys, whatever, whatever. And it was just such a strong grip in her life where she never thought that she could be set free. And she was living under this guilt and shame for so long. But the moment that we kind of took these steps, you could tell right away, boom, she was set free. And so it was amazing because she began to radically change. She was one of the people that went up for the full-time ministry altar call, by the way. But the power of the testimony is this. When she got home, she, she walked into our house, and the first thing she said was, Hallelujah, something that her dad has done so many times. And she looked at her father, and her father was someone in her life that she had a lot of bitterness and anger against. And she ran to her father, and she gave him a big hug, and she began to kiss him. And he was so shocked because she had never done that for so many years. She was like, what is, he was like, what is going on? And she sat her father and her mother down. And she began to share all these things that God was doing in, in, at the conference. And she was sharing, God, you know, God has set me free from this. God manifested powerfully like this. She was manifesting like crazy. And she just began to share. And all of a sudden, the anointing was so strong. Her father's like, okay, we need to go into the bedroom. I need to share something with you. And they relocated, they go to the bedroom, because her brother was playing video games. And her father goes up to his daughter, the sister that I helped out, and he said, I have to confess something to you. 
And the moment he said that, she started hysterically crying because she knew what he was talking about. A couple of years back, when she was in year six, she woke up to her father undressing that's, that's her. That's sixth grade. Sixth grade. Oh, sixth grade. She woke up to her father undressing her. And for so many years, she had covered up this incident. And because she woke up, nothing further happened. But nonetheless, she was disturbed and something had happened. And from that moment, she recognized that that was a root of all these things that she ended up doing with guys later on. And so when her father had said, I have something to confess, she knew right away that's what he was talking about. And in front of his wife and in front of his daughter, the anointing was so strong, he began to confess openly about what he had done. And he was ridden with guilt for so many years. Can you imagine your own daughter? that he, The relationship was so strained because of it. And he began to cry and ask for forgiveness. And she began to cry and she began to hug him and say, Abba, I love you. I forgive you. I've already forgiven you. And there was this beautiful work of reconciliation. And the, and, and the wife, her mother began to cry. And they all just began to have this beautiful moment where God just began to, uh, where Satan's work of bondage began to break. And all these years of guilt and shame began to break. And reconciliation happened. And it was a beautiful work. And her mother was so happy. She bought chocolate for the whole team. <laughs> I'm not even playing. Expensive chocolate too. Hallelujah. But um, this sister was completely set free. And she now has a heart for women's ministry. And, you know, she started, is starting to do a prayer meeting before the Sunday service. But anyway, that's a long story short. But that's just one story I wanted to share of so many um, and I believe what was so beautiful about that story is something that started in the conference, but that f- overflowed into the home. And I believe in the same way, God started something in the conference, but it's overflowing in the church. It's overflowing in their families, and it's overflowing in their friendships. And God's doing an amazing work. And I'll end with this. Something that God had showed me was a vision at the Niagara retreat. I saw the Sydney Opera House, and I saw water gushing out of the Opera House into a city. And I thought, God, that's backwards, because we're the city. Water should be gushing from us to the opera house, right? But that's not how the vision worked. But when I saw the church and the way that they began to rise up after the conference, I realized that that vision was exactly right. Because the rivers of living water is going to begin to flow from this church. Where there was so much bondage, God is now raising them up. And they're going to, I believe that they have a beautiful and amazing call to go out to the next city and to bless them and to set them free. So God did amazing work. It was really awesome. And I'll end there. Hallelujah.